The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Let's go. It's Tuesday. We skipped Monday. I hope you guys survived without us for one day of Hanging with the Boys. But we are back, and we are live in studio where it is... It's a little warmer than it normally is. It's probably 69 and a half. (laughs) Normally it's about 69. It feels a little humid in here today. Think so? Yeah, but it ain't nothing like outside. Outside is 94, which I can't believe it's not triple digits because it was supposed to be murderous this week. 94 feels like 103. It'll get there. Yeah, it'll get there. Oxnard, I didn't even look the weather up, but I'm sure it's 72 degrees and just peachy. And we have our our cohort – the heartbeat of the show, when he's in a good mood, when he's not, he, <laughs> he just grumpy old, crusty, you know, I, I got a little, few other words for him, but I won't say them out loud on the, on the air. Nate Newton, we got him on mute because uh, I think they're playing, uh, playing songs, music out there at practice, but we'll get to him here in just a minute. But fellas, you know what? Let's do this right off the bat. This, seg- off, this segment is brought to you. Yeah, by, well, the whole show is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. We, we love the people at Wingstop, and I don't always remember to say that right off the jump. So I, let's just thank Wingstop. for They've been with us from the beginning, so thank you. And we have a new toy on the show. What? Uh, that does not require batteries. Um, of course. We knew that was coming. What? I have a three-year-old. All those toys require batteries. What oh, are you yeah. thinking about? Oh, well, true. Where's your head at, Kurt? <laughs> it's where yours usually is. <laughs> we got a new toy on the show. We have a text line. Oh! Tell me how that text line bling. No? Not good? Okay. Anyway, text us. Text us to see if it works. If you are a listener to the show, text us with your name, where you're from, and how many years you've been listening to the show. Here's the number. Did you tweet it? I did. Go to go to hanging with the what's at HWTB on Twitter, right? right. Or go to uh, Texas at eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. Here it is again. Get your phones out. The text line is eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. It just texts us who you are. We'll start giving some shout outs. I don't know how to really work this thing. Is that you, Jesse, that said, yo? That's me. Oh, and I don't it, know. Works. Yeah, it, works. it works. It works. Right. It works. Jesse Holly. So there we go. All right. So it's working. It's working. So give us, give us a text. And then as we go through topics on the show today, we want you to text in with your questions or follow-up questions. Um, this will be fun. That way we don't have to go to the – we'll go to the phones once we're back in the normal yeah, studio. We'll but yeah. this will be fun in the meantime. So, uh, Kurt, what would you do this weekend? Get the you know, out of the way. didn't do a lot. It was no. hot, so, you know, laid low. It was good, though. Yeah. But you, Jess? Nothing. Nothing. No. Best weekend. I pulled my hamstring. Ooh. Oh. Is it still bothering you? If I, I, if I could, I can't because of where it's located. Like, if I show you guys a bruise. Is it mm. way up? It's, it's, it's like. Your cheek would be in there if you tried to show us. And the gooch. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, it's, my goodness. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bruising. Oh, bruise my bad. God. It's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's bad. But you just get up, walk into the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you get into that age where you just pull muscles random. <laughs> no, I was playing basketball. Okay. I was still so doing something athletic. Yeah, yeah. I was still doing something athletic. Though. Okay. That's good. I was still, I was still keeping the body. Dunk, big dunk. And just... so here's the thing. Can you it, 
I could still dunk, but it wasn't anything like super athletic. It was a lazy bounce pass, and I went to like just kick it to kind of like, ah, oh, you can't get that by me. And when I went to kick it, the my, the I missed it. I, I I can't say I missed it. I got it. But my foot landed on top of the basketball, and it just kept rolling. So oh. I did this split. I did this split, and it was it just I'm just not as limber as I used to be. Mm. And boy, like my the entire back part of my thigh is black and blue. Oh bad. man, oh. it might yeah. boost our ratings a little bit if you want to pull it up, show. show some cheek on the show. Listen, Derek called much? me. Derek called me one time already. This. <laughs> yeah, we got what two shows in? Yeah, <laughs> he called me one time already. I, at least wait till we get to October. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm already gotten called to the principal's office once already. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got some text rolling here. Greg Darby from Bealsville, Ohio. He's been listening to three or four years. He's not sure. He said, Jesse, go Heels. Mm. Come on now. Um, That's where we're Let's starting. go, baby. Go Heels. Daryl, season ticket holder. Been watching Cowboys since 64, watching the show since it started. Mm, he wants to hear about the rookie O-lineman, and we'll get to some more of these in a minute because we got a whole list of things to talk about. Uh, Nate's out there at practice showing uh, up on the screen now if you're watching us. The video version of this, looks like the players are getting ready to roll out. And, uh, yep, they're playing music, so we might. Is that Shady McCoy? Yep, out. he's there today. Is he? Oh, I wonder if anybody's <laughs> going to have some words for, yeah. for that young man. So, he took it upon him. They were giving him a hard time for making judgments on having not ever seen anything. So I guess Shady McCoy's there. I, I saw uh, they who just is – put the camera right in his face. Right. <laughs> there is uh, – there, there is – there's Will Blackman That's, uh, on the right and then on the – Acho, the is that Manny? That's yeah. Manny. Yeah. Is Who's Helmet a, out there today? He, I, I would hope so. Um Acho was a DallasDC.com alum, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Use that to to vault himself right into the. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to. Just, no, I'm playing. It doesn't <laughs> work for me. I followed his footsteps. I, I was on. He was on cover four. I was on cover yeah. four. He moved to a shot. Moved to. I'm stuck here. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Stuck. Well, stuck. thanks. No. I appreciate you. Yeah. I love you guys, though. No, <laughs> okay. not, a, not a better place I'd rather be stuck. Yeah, okay. Rather be stuck. Right. I mean, it's some other place I'd rather be, you know, them thighs in a trailer park. You're not a bad place, but, but you guys are. <laughs> hey, nobody would be mad if anybody no, on this show no. made it made big time. Yeah, just remember us when you're Yeah, uh, just make sure you call in every once in a while and remember where you came from. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. not calling in? I'm not. Uh, really? They start giving me that shady McCoy money, I'm getting shady too. Would, <laughs> you, would do, you would come back and do a guest appearance. I would call in weekly. Would you really? 100%. You'd still stay that, that close? Right. And that's my problem at times. I, You're too generous. Bring you guys into my therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dr. Herbert. Appreciate you, my brother, Dr. J. Um, I am too loyal. Mm. Okay. I am too loyal. And at times, being too loyal, people, people take advantage of that mm-hmm. and don't appreciate you at, at your highest. And I've realized that through therapy that my loyalty at times can be hmm. can be a, a hindrance to me. Yeah. Yeah. But and when you think about like people taking advantage of you, sometimes people don't even realize they are taking advantage of you because you are so loyal. That, right. Oh, that's just Jesse. He does that all the time. Yeah. He'll be here. No matter. We, we, can, we don't have to give him this. We don't, have to give, we don't treat him like this way. He'll just he'll just he's a soldier for the for the, so for that's the cause. Why you just be like Nate all the time when you're out in public. Just be grumpy as hell. That's why I, I, I need to adopt some of these things because everyone else is prospering and I'm out. Here. How you doing, like, babe? Hey, you doing what about all right? me? They're like, ah, oh, whatever. 
Who's that? Is that Chris B? Is that Chris B? Wow, that was a bad angle. Don't uh, cuss. We, we good. Nate, so we hear the music's toned yes. down. What's going on out there? How you doing, yeah, the by the way? How, stopped, was, how was your weekend? Hey, I got Babe. I got Shady. I got Acho. I got the Chris B, brother. Let me get a closer with Chris B, brother. We already saw it. That's a bad angle. Some terrible angles. That was a bad angle for him. How? How hey, was, uh, hey, look at the, hey, the big wigs over here talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in on the big wigs. Just walk up in the middle of them, Nate, and just drop the phone down there and start shooting selfies. No, no, Is that no, West no, Phillips that, that you just walked no. by? So, Nate, what's going on in practice today? Is it just kind of the same old, anything special going on? Is that West Phillips uh, in, the, in the gray no, shirt? Just, they're going to have a padded practice. practice. Look like it. Look like him, right? They're going to have a padded practice today. Yeah, so it's just kind yeah, of. Yeah, there's the quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 that, they're having a padded a normal padded practice. All right, we haven't talked to you question, since you had a question? Yeah, we haven't talked to you since the uh scrimmage, I guess, right? Yeah. What give us your uh right. give us your assessment of that. Uh defense just dominated, man. Did they really? Defense dominated from the red zone, uh the inside run, the nine on seven. Uh, we had a few receivers, a big tight end, 47, Stevens showed up. Once again, Jalen uh, Brooks showed up. Uh, you know, but, you know, the, the, the professional of the camp, the, the top of the line guy has been Brandon Cooks, but, I mean, he run the routes, he catch the ball, he does everything perfect. Like uh, Ambar Garcia said, he is like, is he gonna do anything wrong? I'm like, no, don't don't say that. The season ain't got here yet. So, so Nate, no. Nate, <laughs> oh there he is. Yeah. That's our boy, Chris Beam. Excuse me. It's Beam. Not not 47. 49. Okay. Yeah, Beam helped me. I Beam a good man. I'm glad. That, that's my boy Beam. That's my boy Beam. I'm glad you yeah. brought Brandon Cooks. Wrong up. number, ladies and gentlemen. Because. Everybody was wondering what he was going to be when he came in, right? Because he could do a couple of different things. Is he? Yeah. Is he a compliment to CD, or is he like one A to CD? Is he number two, or is he he's like? He's a compliment. Okay. He's. You you always have a guy, and Jessica can explain this better than me. You always got a guy that always had a threat to open things up. He always had a threat to get downfield, to, to take the top off the, uh, the, the defense, whether it's crossing the field, opening something up, whether it's going down the sideline, opening something up. He always has that where CD, uh, even though he doesn't have the speed of a Brandon Cook, he does have this explosiveness to make plays. And that's what we want CD, to get him the ball in open space so he can be that guy we saw in Oklahoma. But Brandon Cooks is just a special guy. And if he can stay healthy, and, uh, and 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 Gallup can come back. We are gonna have a trio of receivers that's that's just out of this world, I, I think. And uh, like I said, Jess can tell you a little bit more and explain it a little bit better than me. What I want to talk about is you talk about the speed, talk about the explosiveness, and something I want to get on you about, Nate, because you sat here in the studio a couple weeks ago and you told us everything's all right. We're good. We're good. We even titled the show that day. We're good. <laughs> We're good. And. This offensive line, Nate. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. You, you know, you, you watch this offensive line. We are good. If Zach, if Zach show up, if Zach Martin shows up. By the way, 500,000 or 600,000. A week before the season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he shows up the week of preparation for the uh, that Monday, you know, and they get their one day of practice in, their one day of pads in on Wednesday, then they are good to go. But what if they? I still believe that this offensive line will be good to go. But if they don't sign him, I will change my mind. But 
and I'm, listen, I, I always defer to you when it comes to offensive line. But as I watch through practice, mm-hmm. as I watch, I know that Tyron didn't participate in the scrimmage, but cert, through certain things, you know, I, I looked at the, and I said this O-line has a right guard problem, yeah. meaning the absence of Zach Martin, mm-hmm. but also right. a left tackle problem. And I'm not talking about the reps yes, against sir. Micah Parsons, right? People say, well, Micah Parsons looks everybody. That's right. But when I look at Tyron Smith, and, and you guys know I've been on this train for a while now, when you, it looks hard for him. Pause. It looks it is. like it looks, it looks difficult. Like, like just getting, you know, getting to a reach block, seeing him pull, it just looks like it becomes more difficult. And, I, and I, I've watched Tyron since he was a rookie. I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. I was still playing when Tyron first wow. came to the Cowboys. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it looks like everything looks like he's tr- like he he has to. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to do it. I have to uh, get there. As if not, he doesn't get there. And that's that. That's not against Michael Parsons. Now look at the way this season is set up. You talk about six games in the NFC East where where. The Giants have a really good defensive line. The Eagles have a really, really good defensive line. The Commanders have a really good defensive line. And you talk about a team like the Niners who no, may really, have the really best. Good. Yeah. Really, really good. And the, and the Niners who may have the best defensive line in the National Football League. That's seven games right there. And we're not counting the potential games that he may miss due to injury that history has said. That's why I look out and I go, whew, we may have a left tackle problem when you look at the way Tyron is practicing. It just looks like he's gotten to that point in age where it's like, boy, this, this, might, be, this might be where he just doesn't have it anymore. And then you go out and say, when he, when he plays against Michael Parsons, you go, we get Michael Parsons is that special, but he's struggling to maintain that, that level of mm-hmm. productivity and dominance that he once did. And I know he's not that anymore, but that's why I say when you start missing those pieces and as the year gets on and his body wears down, th- this may be a situation we look back into and say, hey, we, have a, we, have, we might have a, still have a right guard problem and we may have a left guard problem as well, a left tackle problem as well. What do you think about that, Nate? Sorry. Uh, he, he, he is struggling. He's not the guy he used to be. Uh, but they they cannot go into the season with with both guys struggling. And when I said it was okay, I believed it. As long as Zach Martin is there, I still believe that they will be okay. Because you can adjust for one position, but you cannot adjust for two positions. This league does not allow you under the cap to be able, as offensive linemen, to be able to make those two adjustments. You will suffer. Now, Dak will really have to get the ball out extra quick and extra special. The running game will be even more that important. So I agree with Jesse 100%. Uh, Tyron is older. Uh, he's still probably better than 70% of the league, but our, our the NFC East uh, requires better than 70% of the league. And mentioning the 49ers, now you're talking about 80%. It requires more than that right there. Uh, so the effort has to be greater. The technique has to be more smoother. And he's going to have to be savvy. Every game is going to be a challenge for Tyron. That, that's the question, I think, here is, yes, this should be a good offensive line. There's a lot of ifs. Yeah. You know, not only is it Tyron Smith, it's and Zach Martin, is Terrence still gonna be the guy he was, you know, coming off an AC injury? Is Tyler Biotish gonna take that next step and really manhandle the in the run game, that sort of thing. So yes, to to Nate's point, this could be a good defense or a good offensive line, but 
There's just so many question marks going in. And if those question marks don't get answered, then you're looking at some real problems. And All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk more football. We'll have Nate live from training camp. Before we go real quick, uh, Jonathan from SoCal, thanks for hitting the text line. Been listening for three to four years. He says we have the best podcast the best Dallas Cowboys podcast, period. And he said the new studio looks great. This is actually a temporary. This is the TV studio. Yeah. <laughs> so the new studio. Have you been by there lately, Jess? I have. Really cool. It's going yeah. to be really dope. Uh, and Priscilla from San Jose, California, been listening for over six years. Y'all make my day, especially on a bad one. Thank you very much. Number one show, Go Cowboys. We love you, Priscilla. We appreciate that. And we will be right back after this commercial timeout. Hanging with the boys. See you soon. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop. Each and every day where flavor gets its wings, and our second segment each and every show is presented by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com, for presenting the second segment. And thanks to everybody that's uh, texting in here on the text line. Travis from Frenchville, PA, longtime listener. And glad Shannon's back. I'm glad to be back, too. Thank you very much, Travis. PA, Micah Parson country, uh, yeah. Mike McCarthy country, yeah, yeah. both PA dudes. Because he's uh, not a Pittsburgh fan. Uh, a lot of Cowboys there fans. There's a lot of Cowboys, a lot of yeah. Cowboys fans. If y'all don't know this, like if you don't know where the Cowboys' biggest rivalries are is where their biggest fan bases are. So obviously Texas, right? Now right. it's huge. South Texas is huge Cowboy country. But Brownsville, Harlingen, yeah. shout out to all you. Rio Grande Valley. The towns are huge. Yeah, yeah. But then outside of that, California is big, probably from training yeah. camp for all those years. Yep. 
San Francisco is huge because of the rivalry with the 49ers. San Diego, uh, uh, which was used to be San Diego. San Diego. I just felt like the home game we used to yeah, play every time. Yeah. And then like DC is huge. Yep. Pittsburgh's huge. Pennsylvania, um, Northeast up in New York area. New Jersey's huge because I always wondered why. But if you think about it, when you're growing up, if your dad or your brother or somebody's pulling for something you want to get under their skin you want to pull for the opposite so I, I, that's where a lot of those rivalries start right. is like oh you're a you're a you know washington fan yeah. i guess who's their biggest rival everybody hates the cowboys oh i'm gonna pick the who you hate <laughs> so huge fan base everywhere across the country so all right welcome back to the show shannon gross jesse holly uh kurt daniels in studio nate newton out live in oxnard california and a lot to get to. We're going to talk about the depth chart. We're going to talk about, well, let's talk about it now, kickers. Like every year, it seems mm. like since Dan Bailey has not been on this team, we've had an issue. Hey, Mama Bailey. And we've had an issue with kicking, yeah. starting in training camp and not knowing, not being positive that you're going to have a guy that can get the job done. So it seems like they came into camp with two guys. One guy left. Both unproven. Both unproven and both. No, one guy didn't leave. <laughs> he didn't leave. He was asked. He was He was escorted. He was escorted. He didn't leave. He escorted. <laughs> but both of them have had, I guess you would call, unless you're hitting, what, 95% inside days. 40 yards, yeah. you should probably be concerned. Yeah, they so. were, this weekend they were brutal. Both of them were bad. They were what do you do? Six. You know what? I, what do you do? So I kind of like this move. I do. I, I kind of like this move with the Cowboys and the front office decided to go, you know what? If we are really big on this uh, Brandon Arby guy who, who reports have said that they've liked him since his time being in the UFL, they had to kind of wait for him because his team actually went and won the championship this year, so they had to wait to the final moment to bring him in. I like the move of saying, you know what, let's go all in. No more competition. If we believe that he's going to be our guy, let's give him every single rep in camp. Let's give him every single rep in the preseason games. And if we don't have a clear definitive picture by then, there's guys like Robbie Gold and such that are still out there. And guys aren't <clears> picking <throat> up kickers like that anyway. But I like this approach. I, I got to say, I, I do. I, I'm all for competition. But if you decided already in your minds, this is the guy that we want to go with, and the other guy hasn't proven, like, hasn't taken the lead. Just give him the reps. Yeah. Just give him all the reps. Just give him every single rep that you can give him. And then by the end of at least preseason game number two, if you haven't figured it out by then, then it's, you know what, if, if this guy, if, if Brendan Aubrey hasn't secured his spot by the end of preseason game number two, go get somebody. Go get a veteran. Yeah. Go get a vet and we'll, li and we'll, live, we'll live with I, that. I can live so with that. So I, I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of okay with what they did and giving him every opportunity now, not looking over his shoulder. You have every, you have every mojo moment. You have every opportunity in practice. With, 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 you do. You have every mojo moment. You have every minute of the day with Bones Fossil. You have every minute of the day to work on your skills. And you have every kick in these next two preseason games to prove yourself. If that's not enough for you, for, for you to, to, to win a spot, then this ain't the league for you anyway. But are you concerned that this is a team with Super Bowl hopes? They they have a good team. They're yes. going to contend. <clears throat> are you Concerned that they're trying it with an unproven guy. Is this a situation where you need a veteran? You need a guy you know has a proven tracker and can go out there and do it. My thing is this. If, if this offense is what you say they are, and this defense is what you say they are, then a lot of times they're going to be, he's only going to be kicking extra points. 
And then you can you could feel like even if we missed a field goal, this defense is good enough to get us back one. You know what I'm saying? Like give us get us an extra possession, get us a turnover, stop one of them, and you know what, something like that. So kicker doesn't become this major deal. But again, you're talking about playing six games in the conference. That's going to be a difficult game. The Giants will be better this year. Washington will be better this year. Philadelphia, we we split with them last year. It's going to be a challenge. So those games, it may come down to that field goal, that possession of two. You hope it doesn't, but if it does, you pray this is the guy that can get it done. And if it's not, then you say, you know what, I was wrong, and I try to go fix, right my wrongs and go get a veteran somewhere else. Nate, do you even want to talk about the kicker, or you want me to give you the next topic? Uh, man, I, I just, I'll tell you like this right here, man. Uh, if it's 50 yards in, I don't care what state are you in, what the wind, what the conditions, make the kick. If it's 50 yards in, make the kick. And that's all I expect because I expect this offense can get us to the 30. I'm figuring they can get us to the 30. I'm figuring this defense can hold tight and keep everybody else at three. So, uh, yeah, I don't care who's the kicker. It's just inside the 50, make the kick. All right. Next topic, we, we kind of skipped around a little bit. We were talking about wide receivers. Let's go back to wide receivers. Um, David Moore, his opinion is that Gallup appears to still be having a little bit of gif- difficulty um, separating consistently in practice. Is What have you seen, Nate? Have you noticed that? Is that, is that like a huge thing? And, and for he's going to be your number three this year. Is that that important, or do you just need a guy that's dependable, that can make the catch, that's got good hands, and got good awareness, and can be where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be as a number three? Uh, that's a concern of mine because uh, we need him healthy. We we need him to be that third receiver. We need him to, if one of our receivers are having a bad day, he steps up. Uh, he has to find out what is wrong physically or mentally and fix that by the time we get out of training camp. We need five big three to be on target. This is a precision uh, passing game now with this West Coast. He needs to be where he needs to be. He needs to be coming out of his breaks and cuts at the time he needs to come out of it. So this is a concern. I've I had other guys walk up to me that is knowledgeable at wide receiver and been watching him saying, you know, he seemed like he's still hurt. Whatever it is, get it fixed because he is an integral part of what we need What we need to happen. I don't want to depend on uh, Tobert or Brooks or any of these other guys. I need for Cooks. I need for uh, C.D. Lamb and for Michael Gallup to be at their best in doing their jobs. Yeah, I think, I think this is one of those deals where Michael Gallup is um, – he will be a casualty to the offensive change, meaning – there are times when you have players on rosters that you're, that you're tied to due to con- contractual mm-hmm. obligations. And then when you begin to make changes, you had a thought and a, a thought and an idea in your mind of what that player was yeah, supposed to be. And then when that contract runs out, you're kind of like, yeah, he's just, just. But for Michael Gallup, you, you take on the injury mm-hmm. and then you see what he was last year. And right. even, even before the injury, he wasn't a guy who was a significantly good route runner. Great at 50-50 balls, stretching the field. But now you change this offense again into the Texas Coast offense, the West Coast offense, which is more of a quicker, more precise timing offense. He doesn't fit that build. He doesn't fit that mold of the receiver. To Brandon Cooks fits that mold. Turpin fits that mold. CeeDee Lamb fits that mold. Tolbert fits that mold. He just doesn't fit the mold of what you're actually looking for as a guy and how you want to build this offense. And so for him, it's trying to find ways to 
to implement him in the offense, give him different things that'll that'll be able to give him success. But as the offense moves and it shifts, I would not be surprised if you see less of Michael Gallup in certain situations, just simply because of way, this way that this offense functions and flows, his skill set, I'm not saying that he's not good, but his skill set doesn't fit what they're trying to do offensively. Can, can he change? Because he's kind of been that downfield sideline. We've seen some great tiptoe catches from him. He's got pretty good size. Can he change to become more of that like possession type guy or is it or if you're him would you even want to because yeah. you're going to get a job somewhere right do you want to try to reinvent who yeah. you are just play who you are and then go find another job he, he, he is what he is he is what he is what he has to do is get healthy and then the coaches can really give you what what they need from based on who he is that, you know, I understand totally what Jesse is saying. Sometimes it's around a hole with a square with a square peg or whatever, however they say that. But I'm promising you, I think Coach Ricardo can find some a, a way. But what we need for these guys to do is be who they are, but we need for them to be healthy, at least coming out of training camp. And, if and, you're not healthy, we don't know what he can do. But here's my thing. Yes, it is. We're talking about going on two years now. Yeah. If you're not healthy now, but this, I've, I've said this a time and time again before. Once you begin, Nate, you got to mute yourself. The music is playing. Oh, real quick. Mute, mute real quick, Nate. <laughs> okay, thank you, bro. Thank but once you begin to start opening up, when I mean opening up, I mean surgeries. Once you start cutting things, you never get like you never get back to that. Mm -hmm. People always say, "Well, I, surgery, especially with this sport, fixes things, but it doesn't get you back to what you were before that." Mm -hmm. Now you have to manage this new you: back, knees, feet, things of that nature that require, especially in that position, um, uh, um, that it's so active. So for a guy like Michael Gallup, it's not about getting healthy. He's healthy. Yeah. This is the new Michael Gallup. And what he has to realize and the coaching staff has to realize is how do we function in the new normal of Michael Gallup? Because the, what, we used, what we saw two years ago prior to the injury, that's gone. Mm. And, and some players just never get back to that. They never get – and we always put up there, we always say, well, Adrian Peterson came back in eight months from an ACL and put up 2,000 yards. That's an alien. Yeah, he's a different beast. That's just a different thing. <laughs> Most guys don't come back from ACLs and are better than what they were prior to, mm. especially at the wide receiver position. When, when, you, when you don't have something and then now you have an injury and now you have to come back from that, it's harder to get back to what you were. And now you're saying, oh, yeah, by the way, go be a route runner. You know, we, we witnessed that with Des Bryant. Des Bryant had a, had a moment in time. There was a window, a moment in time, where he was one of the most unguardable human beings on the face of this earth. Then it was foot. Then it was knee. Mm -hmm. And then he became guardable. And then he became not so dominant anymore. Mm -hmm. And then everybody said, well, now you got to go be a route runner. And he even tried to go and be a route runner. And it's never worked. Just never worked because that's not who he was for a long majority of his, of his life. Same thing with Michael Gallup. He just has to, he has to understand the new normal. 
the coaches that has to understand the new normal and they have to function within that and try to find ways to, 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 to get him to execute the best way they possibly can. Yeah. Kurt, before we go to the next break, you had a little bit of breaking, I guess a breaking report out of training well, camp, right? I, why, don't, why don't I come back with that? Because I want to wrap up kicking, just a kicking update. Okay. Michael Gelkin from the Morning News said uh, he posted that our man Aubrey went nine for nine today. Hey! Between 33 and 43, so maybe uh, maybe our coaches know what they're talking about. Maybe so. No, they don't. What coach knows well, what we, they're talking we, about? We all know better than the coaches. Don't y'all know that? <laughs> they got the – they finna had a mojo moment. Let me see – let me walk over and see if they're kicking in the mojo moment. I don't know if we got enough time for you to do this. Uh, no, no, not yet. I've seen you. All right, let's take our break, and by the time yeah. he gets over there, we'll be back. All right, we're going to take our last no, break. No, I'll be gone, fellas. I'll be gone. Y'all have a great day, man, you and God out? bless y'all. Are you I love y'all, man. Jesse. You leaving? Jesse, you got yeah, your $10 and you're Shannon. running? Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Jesse, Shannon, and, uh, and my man, Kurt, man. Y'all have a beautiful day, All right, day, man. love you, Nate. God bless. Talk to you Thursday. Uh, all right, bye-bye. All right, before we go you to break. You cussed me out on the, this weekend, but it's okay. <laughs> Uh, before Bye. we get, see ya. Before we go to break, a couple more people on the text line. Uh, Supreme from North Dallas. He's been listening for two years. Big big fan of Jesse Holly. Said he actually watched Michael Irvin's show and rooted for you to win. Thank you, my brother. Supreme. Uh, and Martha from Richardson. She's been listening since the very beginning. Thank you, Martha, for making us the people show. Yeah, Martha. Hanging we appreciate you, love. We Martha. We'll, we'll be. I thought you were leaving. <laughs> I'm just listening to you. You say wait and listen to you announce the people. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, yeah. Nate. Thanks for taking, taking pride in the show. All right, we'll be yeah. right back. Last segment yeah. coming up on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Hey, welcome back to the best podcast on the Dallas Cowboys Network. Hanging with the boys, the people show. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels. Uh, we just dumped Nate, or Nate dumped himself. So, Derek, if you're listening, we need to prorate his fee <laughs> from $10 to $750. That's foul. That's uh, foul. That's yeah. foul. Yeah, he couldn't even hang with us the whole show. So, we didn't even make it, <laughs> barely made it three quarters of the way through. Um, this segment, the last segment, the show brought to you by Wingstop every day, where flavor gets its wings. And our proud dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jigsaw is a proud sponsor of this third segment. So let me let me go back to the text line real quick before we jump back in. Uh, Billy Capel from Grandview. He's been listening at least three years. He said, P.S. Nate, I don't own a deli. I don't know what that means. George in D.C., uh, he's behind enemy lines in D.C., been listening for three years. And Gustavo loves listening to sports talk. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be an anchorman and just read this blindly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, here, yeah, this is a good one. Okay, Gustavo, I love listening to the to uh, sports talk equivalent of Braille. Yeah, we feel the fans. You you uh, you, were, you weren't here for that, so you don't understand that. You don't. We understand. feel y'all when y'all speak. You don't understand that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 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 So when I was hosting, yeah, yeah. My, our intro then became we are the sports talk. Equivalent of Braille. We have the sports talk show equivalent of Braille. People feel oh, us I like it. when we speak. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so that's what he means. Okay. You, right. weren't, you weren't here for that. Yeah. It's all good. Well, anytime I get past one or two sentences, my mind goes, you might. <laughs> you can't really you read ahead fast enough. Yeah. You might want to waste. Louisiana <laughs> education at its go, finest. Go that, yeah, exactly. Go off, yeah. off record. All right. What was your breaking news, Kurt? A couple of things. One, safety Wanye Thomas apparently had to leave today after a collision in punt coverage, so he's a little shaken up, but he walked off in his own power, so hopefully he's good. But the bigger news, possibly, Tom Pelissero, who's with the NFL Network, um, does some stuff on SiriusXM. He tweeted out that uh, Mozzie Smith is not practicing today here in Oxnard, and a source said he's getting a precautionary MRI on his knee. Mm. Smith has been battling tendonitis. Woo. That's not good news. It's not. Tendonitis isn't something that just kind of goes away. No. Here, isn't it? There's nothing but rest. I think it's yeah. Yeah. cure and, that. And tendonitis in a, on anybody that's plus Heavy. 300. 300. Uh, <laughs> pushing husky. on other plus yeah. 300. Yeah. Husky. husky. <laughs> any, any, any dudes who are husky? Yeah. Tonight is not a good thing. It's not your friend. Not at all. Have you ever dealt with that? Yeah. Yeah. But what I was does it feel like? It's just it's, it's like an aching pain. Kind of like arthritis. Yeah. Wow. And then arthritis. It's, like. Like, it's an aching pain, and then again, bending. It's tough, and it's just it's just a nagging thing that just never goes away, and you you kind of almost are hampered by it, and just you don't have the explosion that you want, you don't have the power that you want, and it, it could be it could be a painful thing at times. Oh, speaking of Mozzie, that I kind of wanted to ask Nate this too, as we were talking about Zach Martin, but we know he's going to be ready for the season, but. How does that his absence affect the other guys? Like right now, Mozzie's, you know, beating the hell out of Josh Ball. Let me stop and say this yeah. for a second. And I'm I'm not going against Nate, mm-hmm. but it ain't that simple, guys. Right. I, I get it. I know that 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 Travis is Travis. I know that Zach Travis is not walking through that door anytime soon. <laughs> I know that Zach is 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 training with uh, with with Duke uh, Mannyweather, mm-hmm. which is great, phenomenal. The only way. The only way. Let me repeat, the only way to get in football shape is to play football. Right. Period. Period. 
Now, the skills and the stuff that he'll, he's not going to lose that, but the conditioning part of it. And not only the conditioning as far as lungs, but the conditioning of bruising, the bruising, the callus on your body. Yeah, your feet. Like, mm-hmm. your, because now yeah. when you enter the fold, you enter the fold as somebody whose body hasn't. There's a reason there's training camp. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not just evaluating talent. You're getting your body physically conditioned to take on that type of punishment. And with Zach being away from the team and not having that, he, yes, he's training, but we're talking about soft tissue, knees, mm-hmm. uh, hamstring, not, not soft, but soft tissue in your hamstrings and your quads and your knees and your ankles. That stuff is built up by pressing up against another man mm-hmm. on the football field. <laughs> right. And he doesn't have that. So it ain't as simple as, yeah. oh, just show up week one of the season and everything will be okay. Likely it might be. But it's not that simple every yeah, single and it, time. And you got to think about it's a great point because like, if you've ever boxed, right, you, it takes your hands several weeks to get in box because they get ripped. They get even when you have wraps on, right? You, you, you got to callus up, and then all of a sudden it's like it's like it doesn't even affect right. you because you, your body's conditioned. But that that first few weeks, and then if you stop for a few months and you go back, your hands are beat up again. It's like if you've never boxed, if you've worn a new pair of shoes. Like you say, you got to break the shoes in. Yeah. It's really breaking your heel into where it gets cut enough to where it's like it doesn't. That's why you, you have OTA. You know? That's why you have yeah, mini camp. That's point. why you have yeah, training yeah. camp. All these things are for the ramping up right. to the season. But even not just him prepared. Then, I mean, what about those around him? I mean, we talk all the time about the Cowboys' offensive line needing cohesiveness, mm-hmm. and chemistry, and even as I mean, like even Maji Smith in, in his development. You know, he's facing Josh Ball or whoever and just ripping him apart. He isn't facing. If he was facing Zach Martin, his maybe his yeah, his absolutely grows up. I mean, how is is this a big deal to the rest of the team that Zach isn't there? It well, is. It, it is. And, and and Nate's always talked about that cohesiveness is having. Um, I forget what one, one offensive lineman said to me before. It's like putting on a glove. You want all five guys to be able to fit into that glove and be able to move uh, simultaneously in certain things. And so when you don't have a guy like Zach there, then having Terrence Steele come back, those guys getting reacquainted with one another. What is it like to have, you know, to pull, you know, the timing of it all, the quarterback being able to step away from the center, because we've seen it at times, quarterbacks, uh, pulling guard is coming one way or the other, and the quarterback goes to take the snap and, and pull away from the offensive line, and his feet get caught. Mm-hmm. Because it's the timing of it all. And, and, and it, it, it's not a big deal like when you think about it, but it's, it's a big deal when a play happens and you need it on third down. Mm-hmm. Right? That, it becomes a big deal then. So it's mm-hmm. all these little things, and I think that Zach Martin is doing what he has to do as far as contractually-wise, and he's doing what he can to keep himself in relatively positive shape. It's not football shape, but positive shape. Um, but it, it's not as simple as just, oh, he just comes back. And, and, he, and he probably can. Like, he's that good of a player. But it's not always just that simple yeah. when you're talking about this physical Especially this physical sport. 30-something years old. 33, I believe he is. 32, yeah. 33. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got a few more minutes. we got uh, several topics to get to. We're not going to get to all of them, so we'll table a couple of them for the next show. Which, by the way, I can't believe that there's a – Freaking game! Yeah, there is. How how did that get here so fast, man? It's like, fast, man. Jeez. Which we need to talk about that Thursday because that's going to be a crazy, crazy. Oh, the travel. Like what? Like Mm -hmm. what? They're coming here. We'll get into that that Saturday. But that that's a very interesting dynamic that they because usually they have their games on the West Coast. They stay out there, or they'll come back here, and then when they're done. 
they just fly back to Dallas and then camps here. They're going back to California after this. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting. Strange. So let's talk about that. Last topic we'll get to before we get out of here. Dak's not supposed to play in the preseason. Is that how you feel about that, Jess? Does he, does he need game reps, especially with kind of a new young receiving core? Or is how do you feel about quarterbacks not playing in the preseason? I don't if you're like Aaron Rodgers, you're fine, right? No. no. You think everybody should play? Last year, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, they all played in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is supposed to play Saturday. I, I, I just believe, and I get it. You got to get reps. You need Maybe not reps. preseason game number one, but the old school used to be when there was four preseason games. Yep. Number three. Number three was, was for, for veterans. Yeah. Right? It was dress rehearsal. I, I just I think that is necessary. Mm-hmm. It just gives you kind of a – because even in practice, right, when they go live, you can't touch Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. right, unless you're Michael Parsons. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But – just the fact to know, like, okay, my timing. It, with a new offense, everything about this new offense is timing. He needs to feel that. He needs to know what it feels like that when a guy comes off the edge and he can actually jump up and knock the ball down. I think that part is, is, is going to be vital, especially when you're talking about the way the season is opening up. You got some tough opponents early in the football season. Yeah. And so I'm not saying he has to play an entire game. Just but just, just to get, get a series or two, just and I, it's it's the, it's the injury versus the non-injury and all that. Whatever, it's football. It's going to happen that's, one way or another. That's what I, I mean. They're so intent on keeping him healthy in August. Are they then putting him at a greater risk come September because he's out there for the first time in real speed game action? He's facing a defense that's probably had that. You know, they've already got that a little bit of that. They got taste their calluses. Of, yeah. yeah, they've already got that taste of an actual speed of a real game. I worry. That more, put him at a disadvantage. I worry more about the timing. Because, I mean, we've seen that where if, if you don't get game reps with the guys that are yeah. going to be on the field with you that first game, sometimes it takes you a game or two to get that, That's you know. What, last year's season opener, he didn't play at all, you know. And I think he had like 173-yard passing. Yeah. The, off, the team had 10 penalties in that game. And mm-hmm. it, was just, it just looked and off. Lost. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it's not good. I worry a little bit. And, the, and, the, and then he broke his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, that was the year before. Was the year before? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, before. And yeah, yeah, before. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. Was you're it? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, teams last year, I, I was, we answered this in our mailbag this morning. So um, there were 11 teams last year in the preseason that didn't play their quarterbacks at all. And those teams went three and eight in the season opener. Mm, that's a it's kind of a powerful <laughs> stat. Now, it depends on what teams those were. Yeah. But you would think if – you would think they would be some pretty high-profile quarterbacks to not be playing yeah. in the preseason. Right. So you would think – Those go, teams. See if you can look that up. See who those quarterbacks were. Because if they were your bottom-tier guys, then they just – Well, like I, said, like I said, we know like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Brady Allen. Cowboys, Allen. Mahomes, they blew out whoever they played. I can't remember who they played. I think Rodgers, the Packers might have blown. I can't remember for sure the details now. But – there was a definite, you know, that's a short sample size, but there was a different cause and effect there. And the, and the biggest thing also we talk about, and we've talked about this last year, is because Nate's under the impression that the first three or four games, preseason. Yeah. <laughs> Regular season games. Yeah. He thinks that the first three or four games for him are preseason games. And that's how he treats them. Mm-hmm. But then you come to the end of the year and you're going, man, we need about one or two. We need, we need a game. We need, we need one or two of those games. Yeah. To get us a better seating in the in the, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and we faced that last year. So those games that we sometimes just 
say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as we, get, as we right. go. They're important. They're important. They're just as important on the front end as they are the back end. And so that's why I've always been an advocate for playing at least a little bit in the preseason to get starters. But All right, fellas, school. before we get out of here, i got to read this one uh, text. You're it's from right. Antoine Sims. From Virginia. Uh, he's been a fan since 1990 when he was 11 years old. He's been listening to us for four years, and he said, Jesse, you know you hurt your hamstring in the trailer park handing out free food and dot, dot, dot. See? <laughs> See? This is, why, this is why I don't share stuff with people. This is why you aren't on Instagram. <laughs> this is why I don't share stuff with people. See? You brought my, you brought my personal business to the, to the public. This is why I don't share stuff with people. Oh, good show, fellas. Nate, thanks for calling in. Derek? 7.50 for Nate this week, <laughs> this, today on Tuesday. Jesse, good seeing you, man. Always lift with your, lift with your legs, not with your back. <laughs> Kurt, I went with my back this time. I took my hamstring Thanks out. to everybody behind the scenes, twisting, tweaking, making the show work. Jasmine, Terrence, Chris is out shooting video. He'll be back with us soon. Jazzy Faith. How, how was vacation? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Vaca- Jazz says vacation was thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Guess where she went, fellas? Mexico. Guess where I'm going in January, whether this team is in the playoffs or not. It's already booked. That was part of my, was part of my negotiations when I came back. I was like, I'm, I'm gone. Like, my trip is booked. I hope they win. I hope y'all have a great show that week. I'll be back as soon as I can. Season of doom. Blame it up. That's right. Oh, thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everybody that texted in that we didn't get to. We'll try to get to you on Thursday. We will be back Thursday this week. Yep. Tuesday, Thursday. Football Saturday, and then we're back uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week, right? Right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Hanging with the Boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!